0: Hello, everyone. This is Mia for Soas Radio, and I'm really happy to welcome a special guest we have in the studio today, who came all the way from Greece. The founder of the Refugee Project Startup Boat, Paula Schwartz. Welcome to the Soas Radio, Paula. I'm Mia. Thanks for having me. So Paula is the founder of Startup Boat, which is a platform that comes up with new ideas to tackle the refugee crisis. It all started this August on a boat in Samos, where Paola brought together social entrepreneurs for a week to find innovative ideas and solutions for the front lines of the refugee crisis. Out of Startup Boat have come a number of projects, such as First Contact, which is an information platform for refugees who first arrive, or the co-working space Migration Hub, which seeks to connect organizations that are working on similar problems, and numerous others that Paula will tell us about. So can you tell me a little bit about what exactly your team does? They are based in Athens. They are working
1: currently as a sort of back office, a digital back office for uh, people who are based on the spot, um, who are volunteers and helping, you know, to support the, the NGOs with supplies, to organize mass donation storages, to organize carpooling communities, to think about innovative housing options. And we are constantly in contact with donors public, private and corporate who are willing to support when we actually show that
0: there is a need there. So that is currently how we operate. So would you say that Startup Boat is more of an umbrella platform that supports organizations logistically?
1: Yes, we create systems. We are not uh, connecting people or institutions or NGOs with one another. That is the job of the Migration Hub the people there are trying to organize the ecosystem to enable different players, to you know, create a new welcoming mentality, to be productive around specific topics that are particularly linked to integration. Mm. What we do is we build. We speak to different people who are on the spot. We go on the spot. We assess the situation. We have the
0: relevant contacts. And we are very practical in our doings. What is special about Startup Boat in comparison to other NGOs who do similar things and and try to act locally? We have a technique that's called scrapping. And that is you start from scratch
1: and you find a need that is not met. You find an equivalent that exists somewhere maybe in a more developed region of the world. And you first think about applying it, and then you just do it. That's the <laughs> thing. Um, you have people on the spot that you're, you're close to, and you ask them to just test the idea. And that's how the spark happens. That's one thing. And the second thing is that we don't obey to the rules that NGOs have, those corporate structures that hinder action. We can move extremely fast. And we're not so many people, so we don't involve um, everyone in everything. But we believe that people have to be in the right positions and that the best people actually come. So uh, I think an NGO is much slower Hmm. Um they discuss a lot what they're doing and we look at the numbers.
0: So tell me a little bit about some of the projects that have come out of it.
1: There's two projects that I would in particular like to mention. One is something that used to be called refugee taxi mm-hmm. that is now Mahakar. Refugee taxi started off as the first European Arab uh, carpooling community. Because we saw that there's a lot of volunteers at the border region who um want to help people who just arrived and they want to create a new mentality around it. They want to get to know people around them. So what we did is we launched a pilot in Lesvos and immediately we had volunteers approaching us saying like, hey, I want to be picked up as well. Why Why do only the refugees get a ride, <laughs> which uh, was something that I didn't expect. So um we built the back end differently quickly and we enabled volunteers to also share rides. And that's usually how we work is we start with a need that we see, and we are very open to adjusting it also digitally. And we can do that very fast. We have designers in our team and coders and uh, people who are good with community management. Um, We had 4,000 people in the first two days on the platform. Wow. Um, We have currently 25 drivers on the island, and it's constantly growing.
0: And they are volunteers, the drivers themselves? it's
1: It's for free, yeah. And how is that funded? So we are running on zero cash at the moment. <laughs> um, we are speaking to a number of impact investors and we are launching a crowdfunding campaign. And it's not that we cannot get any money, it's more that we want to test the um, product until the point where we can say that it's also interesting for someone who would potentially be interested in licensing the model or buying the entire technology. So there are funding options. So the other project that I would like to mention is something that's called Support X, that started off as something very interesting because on Lesbos we saw that there are different needs that are not being met. For example, housing, shelters, food donations, logistics, and transportation. And there's the lack of infrastructure when it comes to the hotels as well, because many refugees, for example, are looking for hotels. The hotels are not selling their rooms for some reason. People who could actually work together just don't. And Support X started as Support Lesbos because we set up a website and we started adding content for the different needs that we saw. And these are things that, you know, are produced somewhere else that can be brought to a region that is affected by um the immediate crisis and that can be implemented very quickly. So it's shelters that are cheap, but um, good. It's from more than shelters, for example. IKEA has a very good um, solution. It's called the Better Shelter. Then we have a uh, mass donation um, storage coordination tool Mm. that's uh, called Donatio, where you can see what is available in the storage around you. And the idea would be to have packages that you can implement in different regions as a blueprint very quickly so that the work does not have to be redone. You don't have to assess the entire situation
0: again. So how did the project come about in the first place? I had been
1: working with a venture bus in Kenya, in Uganda, and uh, in Rwanda and Tanzania. And uh, we had built the carpooling platform, Jumbo Car, Uh, With my team and we won the challenge of the um, Venture Bus with that. Then I came home for summer and I thought that the startup boat would be a good idea because the Venture Bus Mm. was for me too much focused on business Mm. and I want to have social impact. So the tourism numbers in Greece decreased by 50,000 people in 10 days after the referendum in July. So on the 18th of July, I said, um, okay, I will launch this initiative. And I'm calling out for people who would like to apply. And they carried their own costs. So we were able to make it financially sustainable as well. And then 18 people confirmed that they would come in three days time we were booked out and then these people came and we immediately saw that uh, the crisis is much more intense than we thought it would be and everyone stayed involved and my summer hasn't ended since
0: you are half greek and german do you feel a personal connection to this very much so Yeah. yeah it's very hard to be
1: moving between greece and germany because you're between the developed world and a world that has been um in a difficult situation for a long while and it's uh, I think it's a very important task to try and build up there the country has been in a uh, recession and in a crisis for 8 years so if you think about it it's It's not only the economic crisis that's hitting, but suddenly you have millions of people who are in front of your door in need. So public authorities in Greece are completely overwhelmed, Mm. and we are in contact with them. They are very positive um, towards what we're doing, and they donate houses that we turn into migration hubs. They give us technology. They really try in any way that they can But there's only so much you can do. You've been in a crisis for this long. And also, I would like to note that, you know, a policy is something that uh, is a plan and people sit together to discuss the situation. And what we do is we work more as a startup where we try out things that are meant to have little risk and very high impact. And we don't uh, want to talk too much about what we're doing. So we test in a specific region and then we go up to the authorities with the numbers and we prove that it works.
0: So how do you do evaluation in your project?
1: We have community managers in our team who use the blueprints that we develop for the coordinator of a specific project project. And this blueprint includes information such as when you start the project, open a Facebook group, open a WhatsApp group, call these and these stakeholders, ask them for their opinion, for their advice, launch a website, look at the numbers, track where the people are coming from. And then we go back into the team and we evaluate. Just to give you an example, with Refugee Taxi, um, we changed the name to Marhakar because refugee taxi we found out after the first day that we launched is the code name for the black boats that bring people from Turkey to Greece. Wow. So we had a lot of likes on our Facebook page and people posting many comments in Arabic. And there's a free translation group that we work together with who then told us to change the name. And this is something that you cannot know before. So um, just as an example,
0: sometimes you have, to, you have to act very fast. Have you had any feedback from the refugees directly?
1: Yeah, there was a, um, a refugee on the first startup boat. Um, there is a couple of people coming to work with us. Of course, we would like to provide funding for them also to start their own projects, but we're not so far yet.
0: You already have a lot of supporters, um, just to name a few, the University of Oxford, Cambridge and Stanford, the Center for Global Equality and the Innovation Hub of Lufthansa. Mm. Um, so you are getting very positive responses from all around the world. Where would you like Startup boat to go next?
1: I want us to build the core of knowledge that uh, we are currently uh, in the process of growing, which means that um, we need more translators, um, we need people who know about the legal situation in different regions that we want to go into, we need people who are familiar with business development and who are risk takers. Mm. So also concerning the blueprints and the uh, reproduction of scalable technological but also financial models, we want to build things quickly with little risk and high impact. So I want to keep working on this process.
0: If people want to get involved, what kind of people do you need and how is that possible?
1: So please send me an email to paula at startupboat.eu or info at startupboat.eu. We are currently looking for translators. Um, we are looking for people who would like to become scrappers. So if you have a great idea that you would like to test, you would like to have a blueprint and um, join the crew, then um, you can reach out to us. We are currently not based anywhere. We have people in different places. Um we have another startup boat that's uh starting in December where people will meet in Samos again to test tools. So if you're interested, we have not opened the applications yet. But if you want to drop us a message, then include that you're interested um to come to Greece and work with us. It's from the fourteenth to the nineteenth of December.
0: Oh well, thank you very much Paula for coming and talking about startup boat. And I wish you all the best. Thank you very much for having me. and uh, I
1: hope to uh, to hear from a lot of SOA students very soon.